just how they are feeling I wanna know just what are they competing for I wanna talk to straight people I wanna talk to straight people I wanna know just what are they eating I wanna know just what's so fucking cool about that I wanna know when they're leaving Somebody say when they're leaving to another episode of straight people the podcast for straight people by queer people because straight people don't have what enough they don't have enough they control all the resources they control all the means of information they control all the governments and the laws and um, gender norms oh my god you're so right yeah i never you never thought about that before no but it makes so much sense now (laughs) (laughs) so we have this cute little podcast just to put it all in perspective for the straights right um so welcome to straight people uh, today we're joined by uh, Ryan Sheeler. Yes, is correct. that correct? Yep. I got it right. That is true. Um, who I met through your charity works, uh, Bonsai. Yeah, Flying Bonsai, Flying Bonsai? Um, is my uh, my production company. And we okay. did a couple charity shows for Lost and Found Youth here in Atlanta. Lost and Found Youth, of course, that works with um, misplaced, or not misplaced, I guess. No, uh, they work with like, like LGBTQ kids who yeah. been kicked out, yeah, yeah. which is like... Well, youth though, so it's like it's a it's a it's not just kids. It's like yeah, it's like a, I think it's like eight to twenty one. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. Is the cutoff, and so yeah. they make sure like they, you know, the kids in that ripe kind of developmental age, like hey, let's yeah. let's help you find you know resources and jobs and, and homes and help clothing find your identity and, and clothing. Uh, Marta passes mm-hmm. and spending money and um, and th- that's such a crucial organization in Atlanta because so many. Um, uh, Outreaches that work with homeless people are religious, and for a queer person, that can be an issue. Yeah, religion has a lot of um, yeah, hang-ups when it comes to you know not being straight. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, so we met through it, basically parties that you throw to to um, raise money and awareness for Lost and Found. Yeah, well, I mean, secretly, Ian, I've, I've spied you for a long time. Um, okay. I'm a, I'm a frequent member of Laughing Skull. Okay. Um, you know my good friend Jeff Thompson. Yes, we're so all familiar with Mr. Thompson. Everyone knows Jeff. Yes, everybody knows um, Thompson. And yeah, so when I started building the, the charity events, I was like, who do we got to get? And yeah. I started talking with Bob, and he was like, you got to get Ian. I was yeah. like... Okay, sounds great. Yep. Um, and yeah, that's how the the ball started getting rolling. That's great. Do you think that'll be an annual event for you? It seems like you've done two and two. I would like it to be. Yep. Um, but <laughs> things are looking a little difficult this year. Okay. Um, with other things I got going on. Um, yeah. Uh, it's definitely. I would love it to be an annual thing because it, it it's it's an awesome party. It's an awesome event. Yeah. Um, I just love kind of putting all these creative people together. Yeah. And then just celebrating, just like look, you know, we have drag queens we have comedians and we have queer comedians we have queer drag queens and it's just like just expression and it's yeah. just it, it's a good time and everyone can get behind that absolutely absolutely um so tell me how you identify i'm straight you're straight mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no hesitations there well i'll, I'll tell you this i'll tell you this well maybe you know I've, I've, there's like a percentage some like, people oh, say it apologetically you didn't you didn't say no it like I, I i'm straight, <laughs> but i will tell you this i can look at like a man i'm like yeah that guy's a good looking guy um, I have no problem addressing like, oh, I'm not like, oh, I can't tell me, can't say he's good looking because that's gonna say I'm gay. Like, no, like yeah. I can, t- 
handsome man here, handsome man there. Um, here's a funny story. Well, you do work at a gym, right? I do work at a gym. So, yeah. Um, so this is, <laughs> I, I was with my girlfriend. We were at uh, Henry's on uh, 10th Street. And uh, I, am, I am an ass man. Mm-hmm. Um, through and through. And I was looking around and I saw this person walk by and I was like, man, that person's wearing, they got a nice ass and they got a thong on. And they turn around, I'm like, oh, that's a guy. <laughs> okay, well, good for you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty funny. And uh, me and Kate had a good laugh about that. So it's like, yeah. I'm, I'm that way about, um, like, I, I, titties do nothing for me mm-hmm. normally. But when they get so big that they're about the size of a man's ass, then I'm back in the game. Like, you know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, I like that shape. Uh, it's just on the wrong, it's on the wrong uh, side of the body. Right, right. If you just okay. float to upside down. So you're go. straight. You live in you live in Atlanta. Do you live? I in live Atlanta? in Atlanta. Yeah. I live in Buckhead, Buckhead. Uh, right off Twenty Fifth Street. Okay. And how long have you lived in the city? I've lived in Atlanta mostly all my life. I was in uh, Savannah for a number of years for college. Okay. Um, my roots are in Arizona, yep. and so my I have sisters out there. My best friend lives out there. My dad used to live out there until he passed a few years ago. So I bounce kind of back and forth between the two. Okay. And Atlanta, super gay town. So like super gay town. You've been uh, around gay people pretty much your whole adult life, I would say. And some one hundred percent. Yeah. But I think uh, it was an interesting turn in my life. Uh, growing up, I was like super into the church. Yeah. Because um, I was like a young what denomination? Um, Methodist. Okay. Uh, which is pretty much like the most easygoing oh, yeah. of the denominations. Um, I was raised Catholic, and I and I um, before I ever came out as gay, I came out as Methodist, and my parents <laughs> were like, "What?" And it was like the church that was like walking distance from my house, and they had snacks. So I was like, "I'm a Methodist now." And my yeah. mom was like, "You're dead to me." Does, and then when I came out as gay, she was like, "It was because you were a Methodist." <laughs> it's always someone else's fault. Yeah, like, right. uh, it's a choice, Ian. Yeah. Didn't you know you chose to go yeah. the Methodist, and you took one more step. Uh, yeah, no, I, I grew up Methodist, but like, you know, I was, the church was kind of my social circle. Yeah. I was kind of a young, pudgy, geeky kid, and I got bullied a lot in school. Yeah. And it, the church became kind of my social refuge. Yeah. Um, and then when I went to high school, I started making more friends in high school, and then weirdly enough, the church started to become the bully system. And I was like, what the fuck is up with that? Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then when I went to college, I went to a, I think it was a Baptist church, and they were like throwing down the hard rules. Like, if you're gay... Ain't okay. You know, if you date somebody for a month, you need to be like, I'm going to marry you. And I'm like, whoa, let's pump these brakes for a minute. Um, And then after that, I really kind of started breaking off. And dude, I will, I will throw myself under the bus. I was a judgmental asshole. Yeah. I was like, oh, you are gay. Sorry. And you know, and like, oh, you smoke cigarettes. You're going to hell. Yeah. And it was honestly my best friend who um, I met out in Arizona, who was like, you know, he smoked, he was cool. He, you know, slept around, but like, like you're an intelligent person and I just gravitated towards that. And that's really what kind of broke me from this, you know, very archetype mold yeah. that I was becoming. Interesting. And do you feel like that that was like your family, like other members of your family, did they grow up in the church like that the same way? Or was that something that you gravitated towards? Um, like, was it a, was it inside your house or was it like, no, it wasn't. Yeah. Um, it was mainly like, it was kind of my social refuge yeah. and then really started to like, Oh, once now that you're in, yeah. Let's, you know, start teaching good, some good practices and a lot of more with the Methodist Church. Um, And then, you know, just kind of when I started exploring it more, it was like, oh, some pretty harsh views around. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, I grew up Catholic and I went to a Methodist church for quite a while. And I've only ever had people who weren't 
affiliated with the church tell me I'm going to burn in hell. Does that make sense? So it's like yep. the my mom or, or uh, <laughs> thanks mom. Yeah, or neighbor or whoever it was. I never like I've never had anyone officially from the church be like, oh, being gay. Even though that's the official stance of the church, that was just never my experience of religion at all. Well, it, it was all the people. It wasn't the preachers. It was the people. It's the people who yeah. think they know more than you do and think they know more. like I'm getting the signals from God and He's yeah. telling me this. It's kind of like chill. Yeah. Um, <laughs> excuse me this always makes me think of heaven like how how are we all going to be in heaven forever together we can barely stand each other on right earth. do you know what i'm saying yeah like, how, what are we gonna do how sequestered heaven? i mean uh how segregated is heaven gonna be exactly do you know what i mean mm-hmm. like because there's plenty of black people who are gonna be like i don't want any white people in my heaven right and who's gonna blame them who and how like i know a lot of gay people would probably be like mm, i don't know if i want to see any straight people in heaven i got a lot of friends are going to hell yeah it's gonna be a party down there yeah exactly um, <laughs> no I, I i had this conversation recently of like what is what would heaven be like yeah and I'm like what do you do and what do you do and you just kind of stand around like tending the fields or you know it's like the matrix the movie had a good analogy of that of like we made paradise and then yeah. everyone rejected it oh yeah that's why we had to make good. a shithole of a world yeah huh? and everyone's like okay yeah that's not, that makes sense that's funny did you enjoy the last one i don't know why we're no about, you, did, it was did you, terrible i couldn't make it to the end of it because i watched it at my house like in the middle of the night good like, for you I, yeah. I did the same thing <laughs> thankfully i did not see it in the theaters but i was yeah. it was awful just like we're gonna we're gonna bring out back anything that we could from the first ones just make a point and a cameo and I don't know, I thought it was awful. Yeah, it's funny. Nothing against um, Keanu Reeves, because I love the man. Yeah, well, that's true. I do love Keanu. And yeah. and what's her name? And Karen, Karen Moss. Karen, I like Karen They're Moss, They're all too. great actors. Yeah. Just, you know, the story, the, was, the story was bad. Oh, my God. Um, okay, so you're straight. How's that going? Batting a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> Kate have, loves it. Uh, you have a girlfriend? I do. Um, yeah. Been um, with my girlfriend for two and a half years. Two and a half years. Yep. That's awesome. How'd y'all meet? We met at Atlantic Kick, a uh, little party. Okay. And, you know, I was on all the apps yeah. and swiping away and not having any luck. And she was at the bar and just got done talking to somebody. And I was like, I had no intention of, you know, saying, you know, like hitting on her. Yeah. But I slipped her. I was like, Kate, you've got a deal. What's your deal? Yeah. And she was like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to lay some facts on you. See how you react. And she was like, I used to do comedic burlesque. I'm like, hold the phone. That sounds awesome. Yeah. And then we just hit it off. Um, I'm surprised you haven't had a burlesque element in your show. You know, I used to do a show. Yes. Yeah, I know. I used to do a show called ABCD Show, and it was a burlesque comedy drag show, and it would be one one person from each concentration, basically. Okay. okay. Well, a couple. We'd have like two. We'd have one drag queen, two comedians, and three burlesque dancers, and sort of like mix up the variety of the show would be. Well, that, that's. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be the next evolution of the show. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know, we got to get a, a bigger brewery. Got to change up the comedians. I'm yeah. sorry, Ian. We got to find somebody. Oh else. no, I'm okay. I'm okay. I mean, I've done it twice, so I had yeah. a good time. Um, but yeah, so now it's the next step to you know evolve. Yeah. Nice. So that's awesome. Um, okay, so where are we in our little discussion? Let me see what else I'd like to ask you about. Oh, tell me about your gym. Tell me about Atlanta Kick and um, you know what's the vibe there. Yeah, and- um, the the uh, accepting, all inclusive. You know, Atlanta Kick is a, it's a it's a pocket of just the right people. Yeah. Best way I can put it is, you know, if you need counseling or, or not counseling, if you need, you know, uh, fitness therapy, yeah. we have people for that. If you need to want to learn, you know, better just fitness, better eating habits, but I want to become a striker. Okay. We have people for that. Yeah. It's just, it's a community of all the right people that are completely accepting of, of everyone. Um, we have trans, we have, you know, LGBTQ and we have just people, every denomination to put it, you know, that, uh, come through that place. And it's, it's a, 
magical place of acceptance. Well, it's awesome. And how long have you been there? I've been there since 2008. 2008, okay. Um, yeah, and I've been teaching since 2010. Okay. Yeah. And when, when you first started, what were you doing? You were just... When I first started, I, uh, I, I, I went through a breakup. Okay. And I was like, um, you know, as every good story does, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to get into shape. And yeah. towards the end of the breakup, which I should have saw coming, it was like, all right, I'll quit smoking if you start working out five days a week. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And then when I started, you know, and I got into karate and when I started doing that was when like, okay, like I actually found a passion that I truly love. It's not just for someone else it became mine. Right. So, um, and then after I was doing karate for a year, they started asking me, they asked me to start teaching kickboxing. Oh, nice. So, okay. and then so you started as a student, started as a student, Yeah. became an instructor. And then, um, is that common? Um, yes. It is. You know, when they, if they like, Hey, you've got a good personality. Yeah. You understand what we're, what's going on. Um, they try to kind of get you into the program. Um, and then I got my black belt after four years and then started teaching self-defense, took that program over. And then two years after that, I got my second degree and still teaching self-defense. And yeah, just kind of growing. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, what do you think with like a, with the advent of like a show like Cobra Kai, what do you think the biggest misconception about... Um, I don't know, karate gyms, martial arts gyms, or just martial arts in general. Do you think that that's helped or hurt your your business in any way? Or, or have you even noticed a difference at all? Um, no, it, it, it's, it's helped. Like, yeah. any press is good press for that. Yeah. Um, you know, and the way Cobra Kai works is, like, you know, when I started watching, I was like, I identify with this. Like, <laughs> you know, like, sometimes <laughs> we are too easy on kids. Like, yeah. kids need to be kind of yeah. snapped up a little bit. Um, you know, but it's like... You know, the way we teach is more game-based, where it's yeah. like kids these days, they're on their iPads, they're on their phones. They need yeah. to have some entertainment yeah. that leads them to learn. Yeah. So, you know, the older they get, the more kind of stricter things get. Yeah. So, but with the littles, you got to have like, okay, we're going to jump like frogs okay. and rock around and build their leg muscles, things right. like that. Um, now, we were talking about Jeff Thompson earlier. Normally, I don't talk about somebody that no one on the uh, podcast will know. But I've heard that Jeff does this thing called adulting with Jeff. Is that a thing that you've heard of before? Um, can you tell me more? Well, he's described it to me as, and, and Marshall, uh, mm. Charles, who owns the club, who Jeff and him are friends, sure. has described it as that he'll just help people with things like, you know, oh, you don't know how to balance a checkbook or yes. do a mortgage. or Jeff get, has a golden heart. Yeah. Um, and adulting with Jeff is exactly how what I was thinking you're leaning towards is, yeah. um, yeah, he just, he knows just economics yep. and numbers and tax forms and government forms. And a lot of people don't know that stuff. Yeah. And he's helped me uh, a ton. And it's kind of like, look, I'm an artist. I don't know business that well. The, some of the advice he gave Marshall about the PP, mm, PPE loans, loans yeah. yeah, yeah, helped me in the long run too. Good, 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 good. Interesting. Um, Interesting. So no, he's got he's got a, a tremendous heart, yeah. um, and so any, anytime you can take advantage of adulting with Jeff, you should. <laughs> I just love the term adulting with Jeff. Why doesn't he have a podcast called Adulting with Jeff? Um, uh, <laughs> no, that's a good question. Uh, I, I'll pitch it to him. Right. Okay. Um, my last question is about. Uh, so I met you, you're doing these shows with a mix of comedy and drag queens. Mm -hmm. uh, is it because you were watching RuPaul's Drag Race or you just had discovered the Atlanta drag scene? No, I had a, I've a so weirdly enough, um, another ex-girlfriend uh, got me into watching RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. And I was like, it, this is amazing. Just like yeah. the 
the the skill that goes into it, the expression that goes into it, the the, the costumes, the hair, the makeup. Yeah. Um, and when I was with her, um, I went to Dragon Con. I go okay. to Dragon Con every year. Yeah. And I one year I did Mugatu. Okay. And uh, our friend of hers did my eye makeup, and I yeah. was like, Oh my god! If I could do this eye makeup, <laughs> pain free every day, I would. It was amazing. Yeah. And you know, just kind of got into. No, I mean, I don't do makeup anymore. Any, I don't do makeup every day. I'll do it for a costume. Yeah. Um. But yeah, she got me in the drag, and then you know, when I met Kate, I was like, hey, I like watching the show, and she you know, with her burlesque background, she loved watching it. Yeah. And um, you know, before I got into, you know, kickboxing karate, I worked in the movie industry. Yeah. Um, for six years, and I was like, I want to do a drag show. Yeah. I worked in the movie industry for six years, like. Yeah, I know how to do this. Yeah. And just, you know, went and dolted with Jeff a little bit. Yeah. Um, like, all right, Ryan, this is what it's gonna, you're going to need to do. And I was like, okay. And I started jumping through hoops and, you know. Clearly, I'm going to have to get Jeff on this podcast now. Yeah, yeah you totally have yeah, to. Yeah. That's so funny. Okay, so who's your favorite uh, RuPaul queen? Uh, Sasha Valor. Okay. Yeah. Why? It was just the, the level of skill. Yeah. Without the ego of just like, hey my work is going to show. Yeah. You know, yeah. kind of like how RuPaul says, it's not about outshine. It's about outshining, not outgunning. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sasha Lohr was amazing. And then in her finale where she was up against uh, Shea Coulee and like pulled out her uh, hat the, and the roses yeah. falling down. I was like, oh my I God. I get so emotional. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so did you see then, what was, I don't know if it was the next year where Asia O'Hare tried to do the same thing with butterflies, but they were all dead. No. <laughs> oh my gosh! I will look go, that up. Yeah, go, Google Asia O'Hare butterflies, and you'll. I, so I, she tried to have that like finale Sasha Valor moment with Sasha. butterflies, and went and opened whatever it was, and they just all fell out to the ground. Oh my god! No, okay, I'm looking that up because uh, I, I missed that season after that. No disrespect to Asia O'Hare, but it, it was really right. the funniest, and even. Um, Somebody was telling me that they, I think Lauren Knight, if you ever met Lauren Knight, the comedian, uh, Maybe. she was telling me that she was at something where Asia was there and she was wearing like a shirt that had a butterfly on it, not related, and that Asia saw her shirt and was like, fuck you. Oh, <laughs> like took her money and was like, fuck you. Well, uh, I mean, you got to laugh at yourself. I know, right? Well, if you if you don't laugh at yourself, the whole entirety of RuPaul's fandom will laugh at you. So That is true. <laughs> well, I mean, like, it, come on. Like, people people in life take life way too seriously. Like, if you can't oh, laugh right. at yourself, like, get a massage, dude, or something. Like, Absolutely. you got to ease that tension. Okay, so now we're doing the, you're doing great. You're doing, you're still straight, okay. according to my score. Okay. Keeping, keeping a meticulous score over here. All right, so I'm going to go through some questions. Okay. A barrage of questions, and you just, you answer them to the best of your ability. So right now you represent all straight people that ever have been or ever will be. Okay. Um, why do straight men love cargo shorts so much? Pockets, utilities. Just pockets, utilities? Yeah. yeah. And we got, we got to put... Snacks, yeah, is hammers. That, is that where you're all putting the extra 33 cents on the dollar you're making? The name of the it is, because we're getting so much of it, <laughs> you know? Um, why do straight men draw dicks on everything? Hmm. You know, it makes me think of the movie Superbad, and dicks are just funny. Because, like, you can twist them, mangle them, uh, you know, extend them, make them bigger, smaller. Right. Uh, I would say vaginas are not as versatile. Vaginas? Visually. Are, visually. Yes. There's not there's not a lot to work with. They're more uh, demure. Yeah, because um, you don't you don't ever hear about lesbians. You don't go to the lesbian bar and there's just pussies all over the walls or anything. They're usually much more artistically portrayed. Yeah, with butterflies, like, like that. A, yeah, like a Giorgio O'Keefe mm-hmm. situation. Okay. Well, and, and probably that's the thing is like vaginas are much more represented with metaphors yeah. and imagery. Yeah, dicks are like I'm just gonna make it big. <laughs> 
I'm gonna I'm gonna put a face on it. You know, it's okay. like that's the funny part. Um, why do straight men love Adidas shower shoes so much? Those Adidas slide-ons. They're shower shoes. I call them shower shoes. Flip. I like the the, the 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 toe things. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I've worn. I have had one set of those of those Adidas things. They were okay. Yeah. I wouldn't say love is. I'd say love is a strong word. Um, it, it felt gripping. Yeah. Um, and it felt like you could run barefoot when you're not barefoot. Okay. Um, very caveman esque. Yeah. Um, why do straight men piss in Gatorade bottles so much? <laughs> the look at your face. Uh, hoping somebody. Just, your eyes are just like dark. Right. Like, dark, like, are you imagining every time you pissed in a Gatorade bottle? I think I may have done it twice. Yeah. That's a lot. I mean, the road trips, man. Um, I don't know. Fair enough. If, if, I mean, it, look, like, like when you buy a Gator as a straight man, when you buy a Gatorade, do mm-hmm. you think mm, I'm gonna piss in this later, no. or I might piss? In, let me hold on to this bottle. I'm mainly concerned with I don't fucking want lemon lime. Maybe for that reason. Well, yeah, that I it mean, could just be. I would a never false... drink lemon lime around a straight man because <laughs> I'm not gonna put that bottle down for a right? second. You know I was like, oh, hey, let me grab that. Let me yeah. yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> 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 they changed the bottle though because it used to be like a like the the 32 ounce mm-hmm. was sort of dick shaped if you looked at it it looked like a cut penis yeah so the bottom was like a base and then there was like a beveled like the head mm-hmm. and then the hole where you would stick your dick in and now it's a 28 ounce they they they, they redid the bottle and they it's rebranded and they made less product for the same exactly. price exactly yeah. but i don't think the holes is big either so like it the hole used to be big enough for like the well, average you know, if, soft if, penis could at least put. Well, some, now if you can't put your dick in it, then you feel big. You yeah, know, I it guess makes you so. Feel more Maybe that was the whole thing. It was like it's like the the dicks haven't gotten bigger. The mm-hmm. Gatorade bottles. Have we just need to make them feel bigger. <laughs> okay. We, you know, I think that's the thing in Japan, and I, I could be wrong, but from what I understand, Japanese porn stars are supposed to have small penises okay. to make people to make the Japanese people with average sized penises feel really good about themselves. I could be totally wrong. That's a really weird. Right, you're gonna look that up now, aren't you? I mean, I'm always looking at Japanese porn, anyways. I just feel I I feel like I haven't hit that hit that sub genre. Okay, yeah, okay. something to look up. Like a tiny penis to make you feel better. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it's the only. But time, even though that guy's getting that's like, the only time a tiny penis is gonna make you feel better. Like I'm bigger than that guy. By comparison, that's terrible. Um, uh, okay, so now we're gonna go through these items. And I'm going to go through one by one, rapid fire, and you're going to tell me whether they're gay or straight. Okay. You don't have to offer an explanation unless I'm like, what? ask for one. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, boom, boom, boom. Paintball. Straight. Okay. Laser tag. Okay. Football. American football. Straight. Flag football. Gay. Uh, baseball. Very gay. Why very gay? What happens every time somebody hits a home run? Goes back there and just ass slaps. Oh, okay. Nonstop. Fair enough. Yep. And the thing is... And they're it, all hanging out in the dugout, which sounds the dugout, like the name of a right? game. Having ball. long, phallic things in their hands. Yeah. Um, the only thing separates, you know, uh, with sexual harassment from a ass slap is a good game. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> somebody had to do... Hey, wait, wait, I didn't hear a good game something well. Okay. What about fast pitch softball? Um... I'm gonna say gay. You know, it's like those, okay. those girls. You know, whoever's playing, it's ass slaps. Yeah. The 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 the, the game of baseball and all encompassing. And you've seen fast pitch versus that. Oh, those girls are beasts. Underhand. Yeah. Ooh. Okay, cage fighting. I'm gonna say neither. Neither. Yes. Okay. Um, only because like when I fought. Yeah. Sexuality is the last thing going through your mind. 
Okay. Um, and you're just kind of like, just don't die. Don't die. Yeah. Okay. So as a viewer mm-hmm. watching Cage Fighting, so not as a participant. It looks very gay. Looks very gay. Yeah. Um, I also found these terms: no holds barred fighting. Is that the same thing as cage fighting? It's uh, essentially the same, just with no rules. Yeah. No holds barred sounds gayer than anything. It does. Do you know what I mean? It's like that means the butt. I'm gonna hold you. Yeah. Where you don't want to be held. (laughs) No hold. I I read it as no holds barred either, and I was like, ooh, okay. Well, there there Um, was a fight. If I can go for one minute, there was a fight back in the '90s. A karate fighter named Keith Hackney was fighting the guy who played Random Task in Austin Powers. Yeah. And Keith Hackney had no ground game. And he took him down, didn't know what to do, and he literally won the match by punching him in the dick for like ten <laughs> times. <laughs> so we're gonna go with gay. Funny. Okay, yeah, that sounds pretty gay. Um, roller skating. Is rollerblading next? What do you think? Okay. Uh, that's not the game. Right. The game's no, not that, what's that, next. Touche. It's fair. It's fair. Yeah. Um, I'm saying gay. Gay. Okay. Rollerblading. Gay as well. Okay. Just rolling in general. Rolling. Okay. Um, cross-stitching. Straight. Okay. Needlepoint. I'm going to say straight because you're straight. putting that pin in that hole. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we no could go either way. It could go way. either way. My, my I guess you're sticking something in a hole. That is pretty yeah. good. Okay. Um, bucket hats. Bucket hats? Bucket hats. Like the ones with the drinks on the side? Um, no. Oh, that's a good guess, though. No, a bucket hat is just a hat like you would wear at the beach. That's one of those. Oh. Yeah, if you turn it upside down, it would look like a bucket. Gotcha. Um, Cloth. Hmm. They're, they're making a comeback. I don't know. I, I, I'm going to say... I'm going to say gay. Okay. Yeah. When I first started this podcast, they were definitely straight, but I think gay people have. Well, I mean, you got to put your, you got to put like the the tip of your head in, in a hole. Yeah. So, I mean, it, you're really giving this some thought. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, hey, I want to give you good in depth. Okay. Answers. Tiny top hats. Not a big top, regular top hat, but like a little one. Like I'm wearing a top hat, mm-hmm. and then I take it off, and there's another one underneath it. Oh. I mean, I think I could go either way. Bye. You okay, know. Okay. Bye. Like... <laughs> Everybody loves a reveal, right? Yeah. Okay. Lemonade, the beverage, not the Beyonce album. Mm. Mm. I don't get gay because it's too sweet. Too sweet? Yep. Okay, Mike's Hard Lemonade. Just because it has alcohol and doesn't make it straight. Okay. Uh, well, and also the words Mike's Hard. Right, that's true. Possibly make it any straight. <laughs> uh, French Toast. Um... I'm going say gay. Okay. Avocado toast. I'm going to go gay. Okay. <laughs> champagne toast. What? I, I've never had champagne. Tink, tink, tink. A champagne, a champagne toast. Oh, a champagne toast. Tink. Get it? Uh, French toast, avocado uh, toast, <laughs> champagne toast. Fun. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say bye. Can I say bye? Sure. Because, you know, everyone's drinking alcohol or champagne, you're trying to get some. doesn't right. matter who you are. Uh, poodles. Straight. I know you want that gay answer, but they're... they're, they're... French Bulldogs. That's what you have, though, isn't it? Um, no, uh, it... <laughs> I have pug mixes. I have pug mixes. I have rescues. I'm a Christian. Good I have for rescues. You. Yeah. Hey, my dog's a rescue, too. Yeah. Um, I rescued it. 
I rescued one of the dogs from a rich person's house in Buckhead. Um, so, you know, obviously save them yeah. from a life of luxury. Because, you know, they're such high-maintenance dogs. Yeah. Um, French, French Bulldogs? Yeah. Um, I'm going to say gay. Okay. Um, mountain climbing? I'm going to say straight because I don't know any gay mountain climbers. Okay. Uh, social climbing? And just climbing on a wall? <laughs> social climbing. Is that me like, climbing over your couch over there? That's me like, um, uh, Ryan, I'm not satisfied with being friends with you. I want to be best friends with Jeff Thompson. Oh. So I only have you You're here. You're climbing the social I only ladder. have you here right now to get closer to Jeff Thompson. Well, I'm going to say I, this. Even though I met him first. That, that would make it great. That's fine. <laughs> I, I get it. Um, I'm going to say it's straight because, you know, like you said, straight people have everything in this world. That's a very straight thing to do is over to knock somebody off the ladder. Fair enough. I, that's... Not, you're not wrong with that at all. Okay, we only have a couple more. Uh, curtains. Straight. Drapes. Straight. I'm going to break your brain. Yeah, sorry. it's like... Okay. <laughs> okay, uh, last one. Uh, biscuits. Mm. I'm going to say gay. Okay, uh, beignets. Like the, the, the like a, the French thing? Yeah, a little pastry with some powdered sugar on it that mm. you get at the Cafe Dumas in New Orleans. Some um, hickory ooh, coffee. I've had those. They're, some chicory coffee. They're delicious. They're pretty damn good. Um, I'm going to say straight because, well, they, 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 they can be bi because when you eat them, you just want to fuck. Okay. Wow. Everybody bi to you. Okay. Uh, last one tableside guacamole. Have you ever had to mm-hmm. like walk? It's, it's not often, but I've had, had it, and it's it's glorious. Um, Does it make you uncomfortable at all? No. To watch the person like toil in front of you? No. <laughs> I, I, I don't. No, I'm gonna say straight. Uh, I'm not okay. uncomfortable with that. All right. I think not that, that that has anything. Personally, to do with I think that was created by gay people to blow a straight person's mind. Like somebody was like, "Watch this. Give me that avocado. Right. Watch this." It's like you want to fuck me now, don't you? Yeah. You're like, I kind of do. You walk over there and be like, "We're just gonna make the uh, guacamole right in front of you." And the straight people are like, oh, my God, this is the best restaurant <laughs> I've ever fucking been to. Okay, final question. It is a word problem. Um, you're at a wedding. Um, it is You're in a barn for the reception. Uh, it is a, um, a dry wedding. So you're drinking some pink lemonade mm-hmm. out of a mason jar with the name of the bride and groom written on Sharpie and gold Sharpie on it. Okay. The mother of the bride did it. Took her all day yesterday. And um, it's about to be the uh, father-daughter dance. The mm-hmm. father of the bride and the bride go up, and they're about to, they touch each other, and the music starts, and they're about to dance. What song is playing? Okay. Um, see, I'm not well-versed in music, okay. but, like, I would say maybe Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You. Okay. A, a, a song about um, bittersweet love that you're never going to see the person again. It's pretty good. Sing a little bit of it. Do you know that? Can you sing it? Dude, you don't want me to do that. My voice is, is going to break this microphone. It's okay. I'm all right. Go ahead. Um, Just a little bit. I don't know if I know the song. And I... <laughs> okay, that's enough. Um, I, hate my, I hate hearing my voice as well. But no, like a, a wedding like that, <laughs> okay. that tells me like whatever is on the playlist of whatever DJ has Cotton Eye Joe still yeah. on it. 
Okay, yeah, absolutely. You get, you get what I'm saying? We're getting there eventually, for yeah. sure. Um, oh, we've got the standard wedding package. Like, right. Okay, thank you. Okay, I think that's pretty damn good. Um, Ryan, if anybody wants to follow you, where can they follow you? Yeah, uh, my uh, Instagram name is Gyroman. Okay. Um, and my company's name is Flying Bonsai. Flying Bonsai, um, yep. We're putting together a movie uh, that's going to probably start moving, shooting 2023. Nice. What kind of movie? More. It's a uh, sci-fi suspense comedy. <laughs> okay. Um, it's a Predator meets uh, Hot Fuzz. Okay, that sounds great. So that's super that's cool. why the next rack show might be in danger. Oh, I got it. Yeah. So you're going to do that. Well, you know Jeff was working. Is he going to help you? Uh, most likely Jeff. I know he's he helping out Bob. Yeah. yeah, he's working on uh, Blood Mountain Massacre. Mm-hmm. Wow, shout out. Okay, well, uh, thank you so much for being